This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, hello and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. My name is Mel Black. Uh, today, we're continuing on in our series talking about loving our neighbor. And right now, we're talking about some of the fallout, some of the ways we fail to do this because um, our wrong interpretations of love. Um, if you have not listened to the past few episodes, I would strongly recommend uh, doing so, but up to you. Uh, continuing on today, I want to reiterate, firstly, how we often choose wrong ideas of selflessness. We choose to serve men or we choose to serve um, indirectly some false ideas about loving man and loving God um, because we are refusing to die. We are refusing to die to ourselves and live to serve Christ. And this is the problem is, is there's, there's a compassion for us in understanding um, just how miserable it is to, to serve man rather than to serve God. But we have to understand um, at the root of this is that compassion, but is also that, that rebuke, that rebuke against us because we have chosen um, to serve man rather than God. And God's given us our ways. He's given to us the, the outcome of what we've chosen. He said, okay, go and serve man rather than serve me and see what it's like to have man as your master rather than God. In reality, what, what, what is the dignity for every human being is that God is our master and there is no other. That the devil is not our master, that man is not our master, um, but God alone is our master. And this is the dignity for each person. But we ourselves betray ourselves and give ourselves other masters rather than God. I mean, we see this kind of thing throughout all of Israel's history. God says in Deuteronomy 28, 47, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart because of the abundance of all things. Verse 48, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger and thirst and nakedness and lacking everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Talking here about being made to serve our enemies because we will not serve God. And this is all throughout the scriptures. And this is exactly what's happened to so many um, of us is that we wouldn't serve God. So we are made to serve our enemies instead. And so within this, though, is still the issue of wanting to serve ourselves. You know, we say, oh, I don't want anyone else to be my master, but I, I want to be my master. And we still don't submit to God. And so again, in this, in the heart of this is that we have this issue of selflessness and misunderstanding of selflessness um, because it's wrongly preached, um, but also because we refuse to die. And within this, um, we also have the issue of wanting um, to be special. Again, we've, we've talked about this a, a bit in the past couple of episodes, um, but this is the desire to be superior to other people. And often we are killing ourselves um, in our efforts of selflessness and whatever because we are desiring to be superior to others. And it, it, it fools us because we see this, this striving, this effort 
um, but we fail to recognize that within all that striving and effort is a refusal to, to die, a refusal to submit to God and obey Him, and it actually reveals rebellion in our heart. Our very efforts are rebelling against the righteousness of God and the truth about sinful man um, and the truth that we are called to die. We're trying to say, no, Lord, I... I can be moral without submission. I can be moral without dying. And it's, it's rebellion and we are deceived into thinking it's moral. And it's a refusal to give up this, this uh, conceit, this selfish um, ambition even, and to, to be um, no more superior than the people around us, but to be equally a sinner, but also equally called to repentance and obedience in the holiness of God. It's an unwillingness to take our place. And this is what we need to see. But the other issue is because of our ignorance. We're very ignorant of the truth about who God is, um, the ignorance of reality itself. Um, and we only come to understand these things when we obey God. Uh, we only come to a knowledge of the truth when we obey the gospel and we obey what God shows us within his word. We will continue in our ignorance if we don't obey God. Um, and we need to choose God in order to have the knowledge that we need to see of these things. And this is what's revealed is when we continue in ignorance, there's a degree that it's just our ignorance and there, there is a there's an element of that. But often it's it we need to see that our ignorance is not innocence. Our ignorance comes because we have refused to obey God. As we have had the opportunity to obey Him, we've refused. And this is the, the complexity we need to see in this issue. If we were just to blame people and, and not understand that there is an element of ignorance um, just to all of us where we, we're ignorant of God and the things of God, um, then that would be a cruelty. But we often see, we often um, are so biased uh, to ourselves and and therefore to others we say oh well they, they didn't know and it's just ignorance but we fail to realize that ignorance comes because we refuse to obey God now we might have an ignorance um, but we are we are seeking God and that's where we shouldn't judge people when people are truly pressing in and they're trying to you know climb upwards they're they're pressing into prayer into reading the word then that's where we need to not condemn people for their ignorance um, because they're not choosing it. Um, they're not actually choosing ignorance in that moment. They're, they're contending against it. Um, but we have ignorance in our lives precisely because we do not obey the gospel. We do not press in to study the word. We do not pray. And then we complain that we have no faith. We have no knowledge of these things. And we are easily deceived into the doctrines of the world about love and compassion and all these other things. And they, they appeal to us um, because we're serving our flesh, because we're not even aware of the reality of who God is and how his ways oppose these things and why they oppose these things. We will not have that knowledge if we don't pursue it. And yet we turn and we, we say, oh, look at me. I don't have these things. Woe is me. But we're to blame. And ultimately, we also choose these things because we think we're more moral than God. This is one of the, the great roots of this issue. We continue to choose our own ideas of love and compassion and, you know, judge not because we believe we're more compassionate than God. We believe we're more moral than God and we have a higher view of love. And this is so much of what's going on. But again, we need to see that this is rebellion. 
but it's also rooted in a desire for ourselves. We say, oh no, I'm just trying to love people, not judge people. No, you're trying to, to preach this to other people so that you can feel like you can change things for yourself. So you feel like the standard of God has changed for you. Um, you. You try to change it for other people so that you feel that it can be changed for you. And we fail to recognize the very basic principle that you cannot um, change God. You cannot change what God's word says. You cannot change. Um, you cannot kick against the goads and and win. You can't uh, fight against God and prevail against him. But yet we think that we can, you know, if in all of our striving and all our efforts, we can change the standard of God's word um, to allow us to live how we want. And this again is, is so much of what's going on. It's rooted in this desire to serve ourselves, to give permission to ourselves and how we want to live a selfish or self-indulgent life. And therefore we preach it to others, but we're so blind to this preaching and thinking that people are trying to love others when really they're doing all this effort um, to get permission for themselves. They, they, you know, they say, oh, don't judge people. No, 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 don't judge, judge people. And what they're saying is, don't judge me. Don't let God's word come and tell me how to live because I don't want to. But they say, oh, no, uh, no, no. They know that that's ultimately wrong and there's no leg to stand on. So they argue and say it's a morality issue. Oh, no, they're just trying to look out for the good of other people. But really, it's because they don't want to be accountable to God. What we need to see here is, is ultimately this issue. We're getting in the way of God's judgment. We're getting in the way of God's word. And it's, it's purpose to work against sin, to tell man how to live, that man does need to repent. Man does need to turn and believe the gospel and now live in, in a newness of life and turn away from all sin. This is what God says. And we are trying to oppose that message. That message offends us. And therefore we try to, you know, rearrange what love means. We try to rearrange um, God's intended meaning. And we try to say that this is what Jesus believes. What we need to realize is how opposed to the gospel these ideas are. And this is what we don't understand. We talk about love and we're like, oh no, I'm so for the gospel. But we're standing in the way of God's judgment because we think we're more moral. And this is the issue. We are getting in the way of God's judgment. And we're saying this is the gospel, but the gospel is, is a salvation and it is also a judgment upon mankind. And, it, and it's given to man so that man can be saved in Christ. But if we refuse Jesus, there is a judgment that remains. And this is what we must understand. Because we've severed the the rebuke of God uh, with the forgiveness of God, we are so um, broken in our ideas of what love is, and we begin, we we, we uh, proclaim this morality and think we're so moral, and and even thinking we're we're supporting the gospel, but we're adamantly opposing it because the gospel of God is His judgment. It says in Romans one, the the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness. And this is what we need to see. And we look at Titus 2, starting in verse 11, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, 
training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in the present age. Skipping down, talking about Jesus who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. This is the salvation of God. It is, it is turning us from sin. It is, it is rebuking us for every degree of sin in our lives and, and commanding that we turn now in repentance. And God says, if we refuse this judgment in Christ, if we refuse the salvation, this readiness for righteousness, if we refuse this, then the judgment of God remains. And this is what we're trying to resist. We are trying to resist God's judgment and yet dare to call it love when God's love and his judgment are one in the same. And the problem for us in this is that when we resist God's judgment, when we need God's judgment, then we are opposed to it. We've obeyed the lies that are contrary to God's judgment. And so when we find the places where his judgment belongs, we actually become enslaved um, to lawlessness. We become enslaved uh, because we think that we can't rebuke people because our ideas of love don't rebuke people. Or we think that we can't separate from sinners because our ideas of love doesn't separate from sinners. And see, we become enslaved. And this is where we enslave ourselves to this false uh, selflessness. We, we enslave ourselves because, actively because, we resisted God and we have rebelled against God. To illustrate this further, let's go to Acts 17.30. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead this is what we need to see is at the heart of such wrong ideas of love and and selflessness and loving our neighbor is that we are adamantly opposing the judgment of god we are opposing the command of god in his gospel that mankind repents and we're saying this is the gospel. Our love is the gospel when it is adamantly opposed to it. And it is because of this, this issue, that we are incapable of seeing where judgment rightly belongs. And we are incapable of understanding where love um, belongs and where patience and, you know, sympathy belongs and where it does not. And this is what's enslaving us. This is what gets us trapped in so many situations because we're, we're, we're um, in this bias for man where man's just this eternal victim and God's the big bully. And we continue to try and live in these ideas. Um, and then we find that they produce um, bitterness. They pr produce darkness for us. And yet we don't understand that the reason we have this darkness in our lives and this bitterness in our lives is because we have resisted God. And so we will finish up this, uh, this topic here in the next episode, and I hope to see you all there. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.